All right, today's Dav Dav Samach test, page 69, and we pick up five lines from the top of Samach Tess Aleph. We have some fascinating and interesting Shilas today, a number of Shilas. We ultimately are going to hold up um, three lines from the bottom of Amud Beis because the, starting from the bottom of Samach Tess Amud Beis, the end of today's Daf, and going on to Daf Ayin is a very long question. One very long question. So we will, um, we will uh, begin here from Bayrava and Bezdes Hashem go until Bayrava, three lines to the bottom of Samach Tesavadvez, a number of very interesting alumdish Shailas concerning the removal of vows. Here we go, five lines to the top of Samach Tesavadalev, Bayrava, Rava asked a question, searching for information. Yesh She'ela Behekim. The same way you can remove a vow, can a father or husband remove a confirmation of a vow? Meaning, we know there's 24 hours from the time that you heard about the vow to remove it. Let's say they confirmed the vow an hour later, and now they want to remove it they still have 23 hours left if they were able to remove the confirmation to still be able to remove the vow. Can you do this? Now, why is this Shaila a Shaila? Why is this even a question? So, to understand why this is a question, if we can turn to Daf Samach Hay, I'm sorry, Ayin Hay, Omar Aleph. Turn to 75A. If you look in the Mishnah, there's a fascinating machlokas between Rabbi Eliezer and the Chachamim, which is in the following case. If somebody says to his wife, I am going out of town and I want that all the vows that you make are going to be confirmed while I'm gone. So Rabbi Eliezer says that, so the halacha is that you do not confirm it. You didn't confirm it. What if a husband says to his wife, listen, honey, I'm going out of town. Any vow that you make while I'm gone is not confirmed. It's removed. Any vow you make that I'm able to have an impact on, I'm able to remove, it it, uh, revolves around uh, Enoi, or it revolves around Dvarim So I'm removing it. Rebbe Lezer says that's fine. You could do that. The Chum said you cannot. What is the reason for Rebbe Lezer that you're able to initially remove vows that aren't even in existence? So Rebbe Lezer says because the Torah, the pasuk in the Torah that talks about removal of vows says, "Isha yikimenu ve'isha yeferenu." There's three lines from the end of the Mishnah on Sambachimaral. Which means the husband has a right to keep the vow, the husband has the right to remove the vow. Since the Pasuk makes a hekesh putting it together, if I could confirm it, I could remove it. If I cannot confirm it, I cannot remove it. You see, the Pasuk is putting both the confirmation. And the removal of vows into the same category. It's the same pasuk, there's a hekish. Because of this pasuk, our Gemara here, Rava, has a fascinating shayla. When he says, 
Can you remove a confirmation of a vow? You'd say, well, why should you be able to remove a confirmation? Answer is, because the Pesach and the Torah puts confirmation with removal of vows. So if, I, if I'm allowed to remove a vow, perhaps I can even remove a confirmation of a vow from that Hekish. That's the Shiloh. So here we go. Answers the Gemara Toshima. Come and listen. The Amar Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yechon says... You're allowed to remove a confirmation. You're allowed to remove a confirmation. You're not allowed to remove a removal of a vow. Beautiful. Okay. So Rabbi Yechonon teaches us if a if a husband or a father confirms a vow, and then they regret it afterwards, and you're still within the 24 hour period, you could remove that confirmation. But what if one of them removed the vow? What if one of them said, "No, I'm nullifying the vow." Or I'm removing the vow, either a or Farzadarm. Can they go back into a Chacham and say, I'm removing the removal? That doesn't work. Right? That's not Shaykh. Fine. Fascinating question. Lomdashi question based upon the Pasuk. The heck is connecting the Isha Yikimene Beisha Yifirenu. And ultimately, we're saying that yes, you can remove a vow and you can remove a confirmation. What you cannot do is remove a nullification. Okay, next Shaila. Boy Rabba. Rabba asked the question, searching for information. Kayam lechi, kayam lechi. What if the husband or father says, after hearing the, about the nether, it is mekoyim, it's going to be kept, it's mekoyim, it's going to be kept. He says it twice. She so said two statements of confirmation. We actually brought this up previously in the Masechta. The Nishal al-Akamri Shaina. And then he removes his first statement with the Chachamah, what's the Allah? Now here's the Lamda Shashayla. Ready? Here's the Lamda Shashayla. This is beautiful. Once a vow is confirmed, it's confirmed. Why is he saying it twice? Does the second statement of Kayam Lechi do anything? The answer is no. Because the vow is already confirmed. But here's the Shashayla. Here's the Lamda Shashayla. Even though the second statement of Kayam Lechi is not doing anything, does it exist? Now what do you mean does it exist? Do we say like this? Do we say that since the second statement had no impact, it's like bottle, it's not here. It's simply not around. So if I ever remove the first statement, there's no second statement to kick in. Or do we say no? Maybe the second statement's not effective because there's nothing for it to be effective on. But the moment I remove the first Kayam Lechi, the second Kayam Lechi is in the bullpen, waiting to come in, and now it is again confirming the vow. The second Kayam Lechi that did nothing at the time that it was said, is it gone? Or is it waiting in the bullpen and the Maynav Kamino? Who cares? The difference is going to be if I ever remove the first half of my statement from a Chacham. If I say the second statement's waiting in the bullpen, so now it's going to kick in and the vow will still be confirmed. But if I say the second statement didn't do anything and therefore it's null and void, it's gone in thin air, so now the nether also is gone in thin air. So the answer is the Gemara Tashma. Let's try to answer, prove an answer to the Shaila. Diyom HaGove, Rapa says, Im nishal ala rishayna, shni Incredible. When you say kiyam lechi again, it's in the bullpen. And therefore, if you remove the first confirmation of a vow, and the um, and you don't remove the second confirmation, the second kayam lechi, 
that second kind of is going to reconfirm the vow. Okay. Nochashayla. Boy Rabba. Rabba asked another question searching for information. Kayam lechi, umo for lechi. What if they hear the vow and they say it's kayam, we're confirming the vow and we're removing the vow? Ready for this? They're not done yet. We're only confirming the vow if the nullification is also going to work. So this guy, this, this guy is like scratching his ear backwards, sideways. He can't say anything straight. Again, he says the vow is confirmed, the vow is removed, but the confirmation, we don't want it to work. Unless nullification works, meaning we ultimately we don't want a confirmation here. Mahu, <laughs> what is the halacha in such a case? So here we go. Tapas Amphor the Gemara. Toshma, come and listen. We're going to answer the Shaila, but the guy can't say this straight from a machlaikas between Reb Meir and Reb Yaisi. The time we learned in the mission. Listen to this. This is such an incredible case. There's somebody who looks at his animal and he says, this animal is going to be the tamura, the exchange of my oila carbon and it's going to be the exchange of my shlamim carbon. So you said oila carbon first and then you said shlamim. Harezu tamuras oila. The halacha is, it's going to be in exchange of an ayla, whichever, because you said it first. That's a marriage opinion. You said it first, you said ayla, then shlamim. You know what we say? Forget the shlamim. That second part of your, that second statement is not, it's not effective. It's going to be an ayla. That's your mayor. Listen to what Rabbi Yaisi says, however. Rabbi Yaisi, everybody says no. If he wanted it in his mind to be both an ayla and a shlamim, but he only said it in this order of Ayla and then Shlomim, because you can't sing your own duet. You can't talk twice at the same time. How in the world, if I intend for it to be an Ayla and can I say at the same time, Ayla Can't. As fast as I'm trying to say that, I'm still saying Ayla Shlom. <laughs> you you, you it simply can't, those two words cannot come out of your mouth without being boggled. So, says Rabbi if your intent at the time of saying this animal's an idol, this animal's a shlamim, was taka for both, tevar of kayamim, it's going to be both. Practically speaking, how do you do this? So you wait for it to get a mum, and then you sell it, and the value, you use some of it for an idol, some of it for a shlamim. And even Rabbi Meir, who says that it's going to be an idol first, only holds when he says, I don't want this, uh, one to be effective without the other. But in this case, in our case of our question, where the fellow says, whether it's the husband or the father, they say, we don't want the confirmation to work unless the removal, the nullification also works. So he's letting us know what's on his mind. He doesn't want to vow. Because he only wants the confirmation to work if nullification works. That means ultimately he wants nullification. 
So he's showing us what's on his mind. Everybody would agree, Rav Meir Nami Maida Dafarachala, the vow was removed. So what's the answer to our Shaila? If the, again, what was the case on the bottom of Amar Aleph? If the husband or father say it's confirmed, it's removed, and we don't want it to be confirmed unless it's really removed, since he's ultimately showing us that he wants a removal of a vow, the vow will taka be removed. Okay. One more shaila for today. Here we go. Boy, Rabba, Rabba asked another question, searching for information. What if they say it is kiyem, we're keeping the vow, and we're being mefer, we're removing the vow at the same time. Now, not that the husband and father doing it at the same time, but either the husband or the father, one of them is saying, I can't have two words coming out of my mouth at once. So what I want to do is, I want your vow to be both Confirmed and removed. At the same time. Mahu, what is the halach? Okay. What do you say over there? Answers the Gemara, Tashima, come and listen. The Yomachabah Rabbi says, Kol dovar If something is not able to happen one after the other, Afilu bebas achas it cannot even happen bebas achas. What does it mean, something that cannot happen one after the other? So the halakha is as follows. If confirming the vow, keeping the vow, and then removing the vow is going to end up with, it's not going to work. Because if you first confirm the vow, you can't remove the vow unless you remove the confirmation. But you can't say first confirm, then removed. And you also cannot do remove and then confirm. One after the other is not going to work. Unless there's a change. Like we did learn that you could remove a confirmation with Shayla Shacham, okay, Besader. But if I confirm a vow, a husband confirms a vow, a father confirms a vow, and two hours later he's like, nah, don't want it. And so he's like, yeah, remove it. It's not going to work. One after the other. Also, if he says, oh, vow's removed, and then a couple hours later, he's like, nah, I want to keep it. Too bad. Last letter of the Olive Bays is tough. Not happening. It doesn't make a difference what you want. And since it can't happen one after the other, says Rabbah, it could also not happen at once. So what's the Allah, if Taka, the husband or the father say, I want the vow to be both confirmed and removed? The answer is, Nada. He said nothing. And therefore, we're still within our 24-hour period. And whatever halacha is, is. If it's outside 24-hour period, then uh, there's no longer the ability to remove. So halacha lemaisa, based off of uh, Rabbah's answer, is proof, is if you say, I want removal and keeping at the same time, halacha is, you said nothing. There was no impact. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. And Bez Shem, tomorrow we will pick up three lines from the bottom of Samach Tess Amud Beis. We'll pick up with, with a fascinating, fascinating Shaila, another Shaila of Rabbah that has to do with the, um, with the husband or father's statements of removals of vows. If they want to go, we're going to discuss a fascinating case 
if they want to remove a vow within 24 hours, but they don't want it to re- be removed until a later date, can you play around with times and this and make various conditions? It's really a fascinating Shiloh coming up. We will hold it here. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, everybody.